Hey, everybody, this is the Drop the Beat podcast. My name is Charles Larita. And I'm Will Sarver. And we want to thank you guys so much for listening to us beat off this week, as we do every week. Air we, week. We beat off a whole lot. It's, it's impressive. I'm actually surprised we can keep doing it every single week. You would think we'd be tired by now. Um, but it's I guess dehydrating. <laughs> it, is a, it is a little bit. That's why we got our, uh, our little bottle of water happening right right here a little little bit of that a little crinkly right there baby that's good let me um, crinkle my oh mine's glass sorry <laughs> smash it on the ground they want to hear it the people want to hear it will the people need it they do need it so have you been uh have you been in quarantine on this yeah. next next week you know nothing's changed <laughs> i was gonna say it's, there, uh, it's all, yeah, yeah nothing exciting here how about how about you how you doing it's all hunky dory over here at the Rat Cave. Uh, it is what it is, and I do what I do. Uh, working on music, you know, things like that. But you know, sounds like I'm going to be busy soon with all this writing you're doing. I know it is a lot of writing. Everyone's going to hate me because it's just like here's a thousand songs at once. Go like you, you got a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have, yeah, have fun. Remember that audition originally? Well, let's do it again. Let's see if that magic's still in there, buddy. Oh, boy. oh man. But um, like I said in the beginning, you know, we want to thank everyone who has been listening to us every week this week, which is great because I think our listener reviews have been going up, which uh, which is completely fantastic. I'm so happy with that. So it's been a super steady increase, which is great. That's exciting uh, for everyone. It is. This is this is awesome. It actually feels like we're doing something and it's great. Um, and we actually had uh, another question that someone wrote in. And just a reminder for anyone who didn't know. Um, you can submit a question because, Will, I know you wanted to review this. Um, you, you can submit a question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please go over this again for me. Thanks. I was going to say, we're going to need it. Um, there's going to be a test after. Um, if you would like to submit a topic for us to talk about in a long format kind of setting like this, you can go to www.charleslarita.com slash contact one more time that's charleslorita.com slash contact and there's a little form you can fill out with your name your location and your question and if we pick your question for the week we will be sending you a free mischief shirt to wear uh which i think is, is pretty pretty cool um the gentleman who wrote the question from last week he just got his shirt he is super happy uh, so that makes me super happy. So he better be wearing it nonstop and not washing it because then you wash the mojo out and that's not good. No, you um, can't get rid of that mojo. You never get it back. No, that's like I'm going on nine days with this shirt right here in this quarantine. I'm going to have to just peel it off of me. It's just not even fabric anymore. Well, you're definitely getting your use out of it. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's dis it's disgusting. Get, I smell like your money's worth soup. Yeah, oh, of course. But I like chicken noodle soup. You do, and I did it for you. Even though oh. we don't have smell, we don't have smell of vision. But right, if you were here, you'd like you'd want a big cup of this. That's a fact. It is. It is a little bit of a fact. Um, but our question. Oh my gosh, this might be the farthest um, location that we have thus far for a question. This is Noah is writing in from New Orleans, baby. Oh, the little bit of that Dixieland. I am in. That is fantastic. That's that awesome. Is, that is awesome. We got New Orleans. Thank you, Noah. So we've always wanted to go. You. Yeah, I was gonna say I've list. never been. Oh man, that's that is super super cool. So Noah, I will be reaching out and we will be getting you a free mischief shirt that you can wear down there in New Orleans. It's gonna be so cool. Oh my gosh. Um, but Noah writes him, and this is I think this is a, a pretty cool topic. I'm happy that we uh, we picked this one because this is very very uh, relatable as is everything else apparently because you know everyone musical is just all together on this thing. But Mr. Noah from New Orleans writes in, I've been playing out with the band and posting videos online of our performances, and sometimes people can be incredibly brutal in the comment section. What advice do you have for a musician, whoa, have for a musician such as myself who has to deal with negativity from viewers online and at live gigs? That's a good question. Wow. Uh, I, that's a great I question. I can feel that very, very much. Um, I know I've dealt with this a ton. I think I've got that that um, kind of critiquing thing thrust upon me for being the mascot of the band. So that's a little tough sometimes. Um, but it's it's interesting. Noah made a good point. He said not just online, but also live gigs. 
where it's how do you deal with that kind of negativity? Because, I mean, in the arts, in anything, it's very subjective, you know, whether that yeah. be film, fine arts, music, whichever, what have you, um, or interpretive dance like you like to do, William. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one can see right now he's acting out his entire podcasting. It's very haunting. Well, I've had a good word? plenty of time to practice, so yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. And those are some really stretchy pants. That's also very impressive. They haven't ripped yet. For those of you listening, he's he's in the shape of a pretzel. It's very um, impressive. I'm pushing the limits on these pants, is what you're saying. They're they're doing work there, well, bud. Um, what can I say? You got to squat. Got to do squats. But I digress. Enough about your stretchy pretzel pants. Um, Noah did have a very good point because you know him saying, you know, also in person. Um, where you just have negativity or, you know, people kind of critiquing you overly. And I think we kind of, you get both both sides of it because being an artist or a musician, you you do strive for approval. That is a very big thing. But how do you deal with disapproval? Because not everyone is going to like everything. That's just common knowledge in the arts. We knew that when we got into this kind of thing. We know you're not going to win everyone over unless you're Stevie Wonder because everyone likes Stevie Wonder. That's a fact. Yep, yep, yep. That's no one, true. no one hates the guy. No one hates him. So he is, and he's, you know, doesn't count in any of this situation. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's a very, very interesting point. And I mean, and I always say social media has a big piece to do with this too, because you know, people see the ability to comment, and they feel like they have to comment. And people, nine times out of ten, more so voice their disapproval than any kind of words of praise. And we see it all the time, whether people are just kind of trolling on the internet or whether people are serious where it's just like, these are my opinions and I didn't like it and I'm going to openly tell you kind of thing, which I understand the honesty and I always appreciate the honesty. But man, it's really like sometimes really hard to stomach that kind of a thing. Um, you know, it's it's... A little gut-wrenching, especially, you know, when you're writing something, you work a whole lot on something, and someone kind of comes in and just like, yeah, this sucks. This sounds like a fart. I've yeah. never had anyone say that specifically. But, <laughs> um, let's say, dude, if that sounds like a fart, what have you been, like, eating? Yeah, You seriously. need to go to the hospital immediately. Um, but I know you and I have had our fair share in person of of people kind of voicing their disapproval for any kind of musical thing that we've done. I mean, for you, if William, um, if, Hit if me you with ever it. have, I'm, I'm going to, I'm gonna, it's gonna, yeah. you know, it's gonna hurt. It's a little bit, this is kind of a hurdy touchy topic right here. I mean, cause you know, it's like, Oh, we work really hard and someone hates it. But for you ever playing live, I mean, obviously you're perfect. So you don't make mistakes, but for you being, <laughs> being, being, you know, playing live and being a musician, how does one even deal with with negativity like that? And it's not even necessarily all the time an unjust negativity. It's it's kind of just uh, this person just doesn't like it. And no matter what you're going to do, they're not going to like it, whether it's what you're playing, the instrument or the music or the writing or the lyrics or anything. How does one even come to terms with dealing with something and expecting that, which is awful you have to expect it. But what, what's, what's the deep dish, William? The deep dish. Well, pepperoni, sausage. That's uh, awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining yep. us this week on the Drop the Beam <laughs> That's the deep dish. <laughs> this might be like five episodes in a row we've talked about pizza. Um, oh, a little hungry. I'm, I'm fine with that. That's yeah. okay, though. Um, but seriously, yeah. you know, in, in person, like, you know, I, we've all had people come up to us and kind of say not what you were expecting to hear. Um what, how, how does one kind of take that and, and not let it eat at them? Because, boy, howdy, it does sometimes. It really man. does, as much as you uh, like to think that it doesn't or how you play it off. But I'm very fragile under this beefy exterior. I'm very fragile. It's like you said. You I'm put a in, troubled artist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, you put in so much time and effort and blood, sweat, and tears into uh, your craft or song or instrument or whatever. And uh, for somebody to just come in in three seconds and just, uh, you know, kick you from under, under, out of, you know, kick your feet from under you type of deal. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, glad I spent all those hours doing that. Um, yeah. But, I mean, 
definitely I mean, everybody's going to handle it differently. Uh, but I try not to let it bother me in a way as I'm, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to be confrontational. Yeah. I don't, no, don't want to, cr- yeah. you know, you don't want to create an argument. And, and like you mentioned before, it's, it's tough cause it's subjective. So, you know, everybody's not, you know, everybody has a different taste in music. Of course. You know? That's a, that's one of the toughest things. It's kind of like you have to prepare yourself for, yeah, there's going to be someone eventually who doesn't like it or like the choice you've done or you're or not people yeah. even, yeah. Or even to the point where it's like, Oh, I like your record, but there's this one track I don't really like. And it's like, well, why not you bastard? Yeah. If you like the other one, I mean, the chances are you're going to like the all same of them. people, you know, it's the same um, song. Um, yeah. But I mean, like for it, it eats at me. Like I'm one of those people where I just take it way too hard. Because I think with my issue is I I kind of have the mentality of where it's I, I you know, I'm up there and I'm the performer and I can't let anyone down. So it's like I let someone down and I failed at my job. That's obviously an extreme and I'm also a crazy person, so that's a little bit more um into it than it should be, but you know, look at me for God's sakes. I mean, seriously, <laughs> oh, those, of, those of you listen, looking. those of you listening can't look, thank God, but it's uh, you've all seen me. It's uh it's something. Oh, it's something. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, you can't please everyone. That's the nature of it. You, you Unless cannot... you're Stevie Wonder. Yeah, right. Um, so, <laughs> but you got to concentrate on, you know, the people that do enjoy it. Um, that's a great point. And that's that's what makes it all worth it. Uh, at least for me, you know, it's like no, you just one I, com- I, like one comment from somebody. Oh, I really love just makes up for all the other stuff. That's um, the that's the best. See, you that's good. You have such a positive outlook like that. Where I've gone from very positive or optimistic, I've gone to just kind of realistic, not negative and pessimistic. But I I love that outlook that you have, where it's like it's you, you let the positive kind of overpower any of the negativity. Where it's like, well, yeah, this guy didn't like it. And he didn't put any thought into that where this, this person really was into it and they're truly caring for it. And that, that, that's will, oh man, dude, you're the best. You're, oh, please stop. That's a good, I, that's a good one. I like that. I very, very much like that. I mean, think about Um, it. If you got a hundred people listening to, you know, your song or whatever, and 10 people don't like it, you got 90% of the people enjoy your music. That's a good, that's a good percentage. I'm. You know, it's like those are those are good numbers, and you know, it's you don't let those ten people ruin it for the other ninety that enjoy it. That's true. You know, yeah. I mean, imagine if you were to take it that hard because of that one person or right, something, it, and, like, and it would affect everything else. Yeah, it's like yeah, you you know, you had people coming up. You know, we we've had the same thing. You got people coming up to you at the end of the night. You know, praising it, loving it, and then you just like mm-hmm. have one person that's kind of like. Yeah, it really wasn't for me. And yeah. It's like, all right, you know, sorry, you feel that way, you know, you know. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll hope to see you again some some other time, and you know, we'll we'll have a different set or whatever. Yeah, hope it's you like, get that big stick. Hope you get that big yeah. stick out of your ass, pal. But it's like, we had <laughs> like fifteen people come up to us and, you know, said how great it was and blah blah blah. So, that's what's you know what makes it and the, and a good way to look at it. But on the most other, definitely side of it i don't know how you feel about it but you kind of have to take some criticism and you kind of have to listen to those individuals uh, because nobody's perfect and there's always room for improvement and i still listen even though i'm you know it could upset me or whatever i still take note of it and it sits in the back of my head and i'm like yeah you know what maybe i should should try something you know, next week or practice on, you know, something that he mentioned or, you know, whatever. I don't know. How do you feel about criticism in that way? No, I, I like that. And it's it's funny because you have criticism from one of two things, especially in, in music. You have criticism from another musician and then you have criticism from a listener. And I think they're both incredibly important and incredibly valid because a musician, obviously they know what's going on. They know what you're playing. They know what you're doing. They know how you're performing. 
that's obviously a big deal because it's like, oh, you know, you could have done this here and it would be a little more efficient or the sound of this here or the writing of this or the arrangement of that. And that's good criticism because that's a nuts and bolts kind of thing. But the criticism a lot of people kind of push to the side is when listeners present it because a lot of people are like, oh, this guy doesn't know jack shit because he doesn't play anything. He's just listening. It's like, well, who are the majority of people listening to your music? Exactly. They're non-musicians. Yeah, they might not know what to play, but they know what they like, and they know, for the most part, what sounds good. So that's an interesting side of it, because it's like, yeah, for me, I write things for for me, and if people like it, that's always great. Um, But then there's people who kind of talk about, like, yeah, I didn't necessarily like this, and I'm always saying, why? And I think that's a good thing to kind of question it, Um, because there's always going to be some kind of thing you didn't think of, because you're seeing it from the point of view or a side of someone who's not a musician or someone who's not you. And it's like, oh, this person is just listening to music. And while they might not explain it in words as far as like theory and chord analysis and things like that, it's, you know, they're going to explain it in the most kind of blatant down to earth terms possible where it's going to be like, well, it was weird. You know, I wasn't feeling this one too much because it was a little weird to dance to, or I couldn't really dance to this one or too many words inside this kind of thing or something like that, where it's like, yeah, that's kind of an interesting way to put it i i love i i do love criticism um obviously some people critique things and again it's just it's subjective again where it's like oh yeah i didn't like this song oh how come yeah it's stupid it's like okay thanks well you're (laughs) fucking ugly pal like what do you want from me no i'm just kidding um now you might have been ugly i don't really know but you know it's kind of it's kind of when you're in that realm is just what counts and what doesn't. I kind of think it's what you can get something out of or what you can really take to heart. Because if, if someone really does offer some kind of good criticism, like, you know, a non-musician being like, Hey, I really like this song, but I feel like it's a little too fast. And it's something like that. Hey, that's not bad advice. And that's, no. that's something less because they're the, you know, the average listener listening and, you know, saying something like that. It's like, Oh, that's an easy change uh, that we could totally do. You know, that's that's perfect. That's we can. Yeah, we can work with this and kind of take a little a little critique in that regard. Yeah, I'm very or, hip to that or try it. At, just practice it, you know, try it out during rehearsal and see what you get. You know, they might and, be on something. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad thing at all. I mean, I've had like I have a, a great story. The guy, I don't know. I, I think he was a player of sorts i always have just ungodly ridiculous stories um but we were i was <laughs> we were playing fact. back yes <laughs> uh back when we were the band was just a trio way back in the day we were playing at this place called the bt bistro and it was cool because i had this long concrete bar that was almost like the entire length of this room it was a it was uh, it was just a giant room and giant like long bar low kind of ceiling and i always had my wireless that i played with so i could walk around not be wired in and the owner who's also the head chef loved when i'd walk around with the wireless and he would always tell me to get up on the bar and walk around so i remember i i'm, I'm up i'm getting on the bar and there's this one guy everyone's dancing everyone's having a good time the place was packed this one guy just looked so bored and so miserable and i didn't know what you know, he, he wanted, I, I, I guess I just wasn't doing it for him. So we go to take a, a little break and he comes up to me in the, um, in like the hallway, yeah, a little, probably a little pharmaceutically enhanced at this point, or just a smidge inebriated, oh, um, prescription. Yeah. It was glaucoma. Yeah. And, um, he, he came up to me and, uh, he said, dude, I'm just really not liking what you're doing. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. He goes, you're just not, you're not bringing it. You're just not bringing it, man. And I was like, well, what do you mean by by bringing it? And he's like, well, I'm a I'm a player too, you know, man. You gotta just, uh, and you, you gotta, gotta bring it. And he's like, like waving his arms around. And I'm like, yeah, but what do you, what do you mean by bringing it? Like, what am I, what am I bring, dude? You gotta just, you gotta get up on the bar. You gotta kick some glasses over. You gotta step in somebody's food. You gotta put a crotch <laughs> in somebody's face. And I'm like, this is how you get fucking arrested like what are you talking about you'll you'll never um, play there again no step in food kick a glass or put your crotch in someone's oh, that's face great great that sounds really cool um <laughs> and he's like you better bring it this next set or we're gonna have to talk and so he kind of low-key threatened me wow so so, so what'd you again, do so <laughs> did you bring back, it <laughs> i brought what i could in my little <laughs> prepubescent body at that point in time 
because I wasn't blossomed into the wonderful butterfly of masculinity that I am now. Um, but we're, you know, I'm back and I'm on, when again, the boss at the place is like, get up on the bar, do the thing. He hands me a shot glass. I'm playing slide with it. And this guy just looked so pissed. He looked so angry um where he was like turning his back towards me the whole time so i don't he couldn't even see if i was bringing or not i'm like not gonna kick things over like i'm not gonna so like the little shtick that i had was i was going up to everyone this night and taking like whatever glass they were drinking at him using it as a slide it's like a beer bottle or a shot glass or, and there was like liquid in it still so it was horrifyingly dangerous because i was kind of standing up straight doing it and i was like all right this is fun and it was it was cool and everyone's having a lot of it, it was a blast like we everyone everyone loved it this one goddamn guy just did not like it i, I could nothing i would have done i could have like murdered someone there and started to eat them and this guy just would not have been impressed well um which is a shame because that's like one of my favorite stage tricks anyway um so afterward <laughs> we're, we're cleaning up i go to the bathroom i'm coming out of the bathroom now it's this little skinny hallway and this dude like corners me in and he's like you didn't bring it at all and i'm like i'm Leave really sorry calling the police i, I was like, yeah i should have i was well it got really weird and i was like i'm really sorry um like i don't know what else you want I, I apologize and he was like look i'm a player too okay and i was like yeah i know you told me i was like if you you know how about you go up and you get a gig here and you show me how to bring it in this and that and he was like you think you're so cool don't you and this guy squared up like he was gonna hit me like he was going to box me and i was like I was like, dude, you're just, you're a waste of my time. And I just walked away and the guy just stood there squared up. And then like three girls were going into the bathroom and they all laughed at him. And it was awesome. Cause they saw me just kind of push this turd to the side. <laughs> and, uh, so apparently I don't know how to bring it. Um, I, I, he didn't tell me how to bring it. I don't know what I was bringing, but, well, uh, I think we figured just, out your problem this entire time is you just can't bring I, it. No, I, he a kicking glasses over, stepping in food. This was crotching somebody's plate. face. That's crotching someone's favorite. face. I just imagine like the 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 sound <laughs> effect of my waffle print vans stepping in someone's expensive fish, just going like, and, like that's my sea bass. And it's like, yeah, well, I'm bringing it in your sea bass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was an expensive upscale place. Like it wasn't cheap. You know, it was a. It was it was an expensive it was an expensive place, man, and it, I just couldn't bring it. I never saw that guy again. We played there so many times, I'd never seen that guy ever again. He was probably a ghost. Like he probably wasn't even real. It was probably no. some kind of sp weird spirit trying to teach me a lesson, and he just didn't do it right. And yeah, he's never saw the guy place. Again. He's probably dead. I don't know what happened. It was weird. It was weird all over, man. But he just didn't like it. Couldn't give me a reason for it. And apparently, he was a player and. I don't, dude. Should have put my crotch in his face. Like, what would this guy want me to do? Drop my pants and just like rub my ass on him while he's eating? Like, I don't know what. <laughs> the only thing I'd be bringing him is pink eye. Like, I don't know what he would be. What? Like, oh my god! For those of you just tuning in, um, you were sorry. Leave. We're so sorry. Yeah. Well, if you're just tuning in, uh, Charles cannot bring it. We've learned that. No. I never can, William. I'm just never. It will never be brought. I don't. I'm just gonna leave it at home, I guess. Um, but <laughs> have you ever? Have you, I mean, you 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 know, playing with uh, all the groups that you have or anything like that. Have you ever had anything like that? You know, with with in, at a live gig in a live setting. Have you ever had <sighs> anyone come? It's not so much a, so much a heckle. It is still criticism, and you know loudly objecting their disapproval but have you ever had an experience like that i mean i never have the stories that you have uh I, oh I aren't you the, just perfect and handsome and manly i don't have the gift <laughs> that you have <laughs> to get all these stories but i, do I just attract a bunch of eccentric people like that's what it is i don't know I mean, yeah I'm, folks we're not even going to get into these bathroom stories because that's a whole nother level <laughs> Um, it's just the craziest <laughs> things like, oh, that happen. Uh, you can't wash your hands enough times with any of my bathroom stories. Yeah, we're gonna have to start another podcast, and that's gonna be oh, Charles' yeah, bathroom drop, stories, dude. That's gonna be drop the dump, drop the deuce podcast. <laughs> the that's deuce gonna be a good podcast. one. <laughs> oh, oh man, excellent. well enough about enough about my ass and more about you. But people don't hate you though; people like you. Oh, so you never you never get any real crit. I mean. 
here and there though but it's um i remember you you're gonna know the the place um it was a very frigid night um in a far far away land that we played uh this gig (laughs) and uh there was oh yeah there really wasn't many many people didn't show up um Due to the mm-hmm. fact that it was like nine degrees outside, and next um, to the ocean, did that have anything yes, to do with it? Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. <laughs> a little windy. Um, but I remember playing there at that time, and there was a. So we were kind of up on a on a riser playing, and uh, I'd say that's more than a riser. It was like thirty feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, <laughs> it was toasty. Way too hot up there. Yes, I had to bring my own fan. That's how bad it was. Um, heat heat rises, William. Oh, 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 it does? Yeah, a little bit. Let me write that down here. <laughs> Heat rises. Duly noted. Nice, bud. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I was towards the end of the stage, and there, down below there's a group of gentlemen. I'll be nice. Oh, boy. And um, I could just hear the comments coming. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get the... The typical, you know, this song sucks. These, you guys sound like crap. Uh, yep. You know, play, uh, I want to hear Freebird. Um, yeah. I think we even had they a kept... Creardon's Clearwater request, yes, which I've never was, like, heard that. No. Nobody shouting sure, that yeah. out. <laughs> See, but here's the thing. Anything negative they said was completely just reversed because everyone at that table, they were all wearing fedoras. So it's kind of like nothing counts. Yeah, you because it's yeah. You it's got like, the image. Uh, <laughs> I, you said something. I forget. You said you said I something would super I sarcastic uh, in between the songs. I don't um, think I would ever say anything like that in a live microphone in a setting with a lot of people. Will yeah, you're, you're right. You're, I think you're making that up. <laughs> you're a professional, <laughs> and you brought it. They're like you're a professional, and then we just do a wheezing laugh because we know it's really yeah. bullshit. But oh my god, it's. Uh, I, that stuff's all too real and uh you know trust me i wanted to throw a drumstick right off the edge there right at their dome and knock a fedora or two over but i did it right in their hit them right in their bowling shirts yeah the drumstick right in their (laughs) uh their craft ipa um perfect i just i couldn't do it um but it's i took the high road folks but um you know, it's like things like that. Like some people are just doing it to just be cool, uh, trying to fit in. Sorry, I just remembered what I said. Oh, and it's can so you, are you going to share it? Yeah, I could because it was this whole table of these dudes and they're trying to act all cool and big and macho and tough. And like, yes, band sucks. And they're like, yeah, credence. And I was like, hey, how about you ask one of the ladies at your table if they want to request a song? And there were just no girls at their table. And it was just <laughs> like, it. it was just... <laughs> It was silence. I remember looking over at Chandler, and he was hysterical. And <laughs> I know you were you were dying too. Um, yeah, I have one liners sometimes. I would like to think I brought it because I could have totally just walked over you and know stepped what? in their food. That is bringing that, it. That would, that would bring have been, it. That because man, there are ways to combat negativity like that. Because I mean, obviously, everyone gets hecklers. Oh boy, I have gotten so many hecklers. Um, and sometimes you, you kind of just need to get back at them, not to be hostile, but it's kind of like no. if you can be smooth and put them in their place. It gets in quiet. The least, in the least amount of words possible and not use them obscenities and you can just really hit just kind of a, a signature little strike there. You can really make it work. We had this one dude, um, our local place, our favorite place to play um, was uh, around the corner from my place. It was called Cedar Gardens and they had a nice little pub and we used to play and they used to we used to blow the doors at this place. It was the first place the mischief ever played. Um, we had our, our first night we played there. I think the fire code on the room was like 53. And we had like like 110 people in this room. It was just ungodly. It was amazing. And there's this one gentleman who used to come see us play all the time. He was also another, a guitarist. And he would just get incredibly inebriated and just like it would be after songs i would just be like thank you guys so much thank you all right this next one i wrote and he would just be like stop talking and play play a damn song Uh, yeah i'll show you how it's done kid 
and of course I'd have to fire some one-liners back at him and everyone would laugh and it was hilarious because it's like, ah, you know, that's what you get, you big shit. But, and then, you know, you know, years later, hadn't, you know, hadn't seen him in a while. The guy adds me on Facebook and he would do the same thing on my posts. Like he would say just all the same stuff where it was just like this, just like negative for, for negativity's sake. Where it would just be like, yeah, this isn't good, this is bad. Or just had always something to say about something. And I just had to, like, block this dude. I think he had, like, three different accounts. And every time I was like, I'll give him a new shot. Ah, I, I, we'll try again, buddy. And it's just like, nope. There's, It's just still a big turd. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, I... Unbelievable, like, this kind of stuff where it's like... And then it was a thing I would always say where it's like, you want to come up and do my job for me? Because you, you talk a big game. Yeah, right. You know, and that was one of the best things. I think there was one of the times when I was playing with um, the trio, and I had him come up, and he was just—it was just awful. And it's like, this is why you sit down and be quiet, <laughs> like not in a shit way, but it's like, yeah, that happens like a, a lot. Yeah, it's the—it's like the best saying of all time. It's a—it's—it's it's opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, but some are crustier than others. I don't know. The ending part Ooh. usually changes of that. Or some are saltier than others. I don't know how that. Th- yeah, um, it was salt. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know. Yeah, some are more vinegar vinegary than <laughs> others. I don't. I don't really know. I'm just thinking of like potato chip flavor. Some are more sour cream and onion than others. <laughs> Perfect. I'll <laughs> never eat those chips again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So here, here's a question for you though. Um, about any kind of just negativity or just vocally distasting anything that you want to do have you ever had that in the studio have you ever had that kind of a thing in a recording setting oh or anyone if you ever had like a session of sorts and you're working with or for someone or you're working for a client recording and then it's just like negative just because they didn't like it or something like that but it was just to the point where they didn't really have a valid reason it was just like oh it sucks or something like that yeah i mean i think i think you find that uh, more often in the studio sometimes um especially if you're working for like somebody's project so like they yes. have such yes. a vision uh for how it should <laughs> they sound have, they have a what i'm sorry what did they have a vision <laughs> oh, okay cool cool yeah um so like if you're you know putting a guitar track down or a drum track down and then you go back to listen to it and then they're just like yeah i don't like it yeah and you're like well you know what you want to change you want to change the chorus or you know uh you know looking to bring it down a little bit lower in the verse what do you no just it's just you're not bringing it man you know (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like and they can't give you a valid reason they just don't like it yeah and then not to say that there's anything wrong with it i know you probably have something in your head but as somebody you know you you hired me how i got it you got to communicate somehow to me so I can fix it. Yeah, so give, me, give me, give me feed, feed, like, yeah, give me feedback. feedback. I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah. not being defensive. I'm not saying that the part I just laid down was flawless and it, oh, it's definitely fits the track. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your project. Sure. You know, but you got to give me a little bit more. Um, yeah. So I think it's very, w- with studio work, it can be very particular and precise. So sometimes, um, y- you get some, I don't know if it's negative feedback, but maybe more critiquing in the studio. Um, that's be- very welcome, though, because that's you yeah. need an idea because you're playing, especially you're playing someone else's stuff. It's like you need a direction to go. You know, if it's just right. a it, it sucked kind of thing, it's like, well, no, it's I'm doing work for you, and that's that's why I get a lot of studio gigs because it's I don't ever get married to my ideas, and the guys who exactly. don't get studio gigs are the ones who are like well i thought it was perfect you should keep it and it's like well no one's gonna hire you back now because it's not what they want that's what you want yeah but this isn't my record i'm playing on this is someone else's um yeah and there's i actually had oh yeah go ahead oh i was gonna say um i had a i had a drum gig in the studio where uh i remember this i had a i don't know the guy just did not like anything and it was funny because it was like they had a rough midi um track of what they wanted the drums to sound like it was super james brown i was very into it and that's why i got asked to do it and i loved it it was a lot of fun to play and i played what the midi was um and every after every time i did a track i'd be like all right what'd you think and the guy was like "Mm mm-hmm 
And that was his response. I'd be like, well, what do you, anything you want me to change? And he'd be like, eh. Ah. And I'm like, okay, well, you're just making animal noises at this point. I'd like to know, <laughs> you know. Like, you, you, you want me to like, do vocals? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like English, bud. Do you speak it? Come on, man. Like, um, I did so many tracks of just the best I could do. And they, uh, someone else came in and redid the drums in a different session. And I didn't find out until like way later. And it was like, great. So it was just you. The one time I want someone to tell me what they want, it was just like this open disapproval. Just like I don't like this, and I'm just gonna make noises at you. Yeah, that's that's frustrating. It's yeah, incredibly, incredibly frustrating. But you know, it's like, but the the importance I think you 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 stated was you got to have an open mind. Um, definitely, and definitely, definitely. You have to be open to interpretation. You also have to be pretty familiar with different styles. Um, oh yeah, and yeah. and things like that because like there are certain, and it can go both ways here. What I'm trying to say is, like, there's certain studio guys that, um, and not just studio, but in general, like, you they play a certain way, and it's yes. the same every time, and it's like. It, you're it's like, consistent, but not necessarily in a good way. Right. And you know what? They can be super successful, but, you know, a lot of times that backfires in a way because it's just like, oh, so-and-so is playing on it? I know exactly what he's going to play. He's yep, like, he's yep. got he's got such a signature sound, and, and especially with drummers, like, you can, I can tell who's playing by, like, certain things that they do. It's like, yeah. oh, I bet you he's going to do two and four on the, on the, on the bell on the cymbal. Here it comes. Ah, yep, there it is. You know, and it's like... Anticipation, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's and it's like, oh, it's going to be a rock song? Well, I know his rock beat. You know, it's like, it's textbook. So it's like... Definitely. And it's fine, but like for me and for you, it's like we're so open and we're always pushing ourselves and trying different things. And and I think partially is that we're open to criticism. And You have to be in that, uh, yeah, in that and kind we, of work environment. You have to be. Yeah, and we take the critiques. So like, you know, we're saying is like, don't completely block them out, you know, the negativity and, and all that and the critiques. It's like, you know, we you welcome them with to a certain degree. Um, yeah. So, I mean, even, even when you and I work together, I'll always ask you or you'll ask me and we'll be like, what do you think of this part? What, what should I do? And like, we'll have advice or ideas or things like that. I think also though, you and I've been working together for so long where we kind of know what the other person's going to play. So I, I think that's like a huge help, which is great. Um, but yeah, all the time I'll be like, what do you think of this? What should I, what should I take away? What do you think? And you'll have good ideas, but you also know what it needs. And that's another important thing is a lot of people who are critiquing or have ne negative comments to say, they're not saying things that the song or the music needs. It's always just kind of a personal thing. It's yeah. a very, very personal preference. Um, and that brings us right into... My favorite of any topic is at the root of all evil with everything. Um, it's social media. Ooh. And if anyone, and that was one of the things Noah said in his, in his note that he wrote to us, um, if anyone's going to you know, hate something that you do, it's going to be on the internet. Because if anyone's oh, ever seen sure. a YouTube comment thread or a Facebook comment thread, even Instagram to a degree, it's, it's just all about disagreeing with everyone just for disagreement's sake. Um, people will hate things because of how you look or they'll hate things because they just don't like you um, or they'll, it'll affect your viewership or things like that. And it is, it's a hindrance sometimes and it can, it can really, uh, it can really, really hurt. Because, you know, again, you're expecting to have this, everything I do is going to be great and it's all, everything's coming up millhouse. It's going to be this super positivity thing. And then you realize, yeah, there's a lot of people who are not going to like this, especially the bigger your videos get or the bigger your presence get, the more people dislike you. And it's not just because people hate you gradually over time. It's because it's just, it's a larger pool of people. I mean, that's honestly what it comes down to. Um, I mean, an example that I kind of have is I have one of my um, or one of one of our highest viewed videos on Facebook is we did the slow jam version of um, the Lost Woods from the Ocarina of Time. And I remember I the comment. I, we well, not just that. I mean, there was a lot of comments on that. And yeah, it's oh, one yeah. of those things. It's one of those things. At first, it's like, OK, 
Videos getting a thousand views. People are liking it. Well, some guys are like oh, I don't really like this or you know, whatever it is. Um, and now the video is sitting at one hundred and thirty nine hundred forty thousand views. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of comments, and a lot of people just like can't even tell what this is. Doesn't sound like the original. Doesn't sound like. This. And my whole thing is, and we've always said this. I like covering songs. You have a difference between covering a song and a rain and um, imitating a song. And I love to cover and, and arrange a song because you do it in your own style. Imitating, yeah, you're just going to sound like the original. And I never see really a point to doing that unless you're playing a wedding or a tribute show, whatever, because people are so picky and they would need to hear that stuff or else they'll just implode and die. And, you know, granted, whatever. Because that happened in live gigs too. People be like, oh, that song doesn't sound like the Beatles. And it's like, yeah, I'm not, nor have I ever been the Beatles. It's not going to sound yes, like yeah. the Beatles. Dude open your mind a little bit but people online are like that too and this was you know a song from a zelda game and it's very very coveted franchise and very very you know dedicated fans and they heard something that wasn't in the original key and it didn't sound like the original song and it was too much hands or whatever the whatever the comment was it was one of those or something it's like i'm sorry all of all the guys in the band each have a pair of hands i don't know how how many is too many or you know, too many hands. That's it. I, and I know you and I sometimes will go through comments on our videos and we'll be like, "Did you see this one? This Joker posted, or did you see this one? This a guy posted, or whatever." And we'll laugh at them because they are funny. But then sometimes it comes down to it's like, "Ah, oh, this is on a song that I spent a lot of time on, or something I wrote." And this guy is just kind of just openly hating it. And it's you have to kind of expect it because it's just. It's that thing, and I, I do wholeheartedly believe it, when people just have such negative, hateful things to say about any kind of art that you create, I always feel like they're saying it because they're unhappy with themselves. You know, I, I really true, do think yeah. I do think that's a very big thing. I mean, when you look at it in hindsight, yeah, you got the guy who's trashed at the bar every single night commenting on how you play and your gig. It's like, maybe he's a little bit unhappy. You know, maybe that's why why he's like that, you know? Maybe yeah, that's why he's he's kind of doing that that kind of a thing, um, or the guy commenting on every single video, calling people you know, ass hats or whatever. I mean, that's what I call people, but um, I never understood what an ass hat was. Is it hat for your head that looks like an ass, or is it just a hat for your ass? We're gonna talk about that for another time because that I is a great question. <laughs> Thank it's you. I would like question. to think so. Awesome ass hats. Do you know them? Do they know you? You decide. Story at eleven. There it is. Um, Thank you. But yeah, I think, you know, and that was said to me, you know, the, the more you, you kind of get popular in your field, the more people are going to just kind of objectify against you and then kind of voice their disapproval. And just because it's larger numbers and you have a higher chance of just negativity. And some people I do honestly think do it or, or kind of behave like that because they're just unhappy with themselves. Yeah. Where you got a guy who who never had a music career and so he's just kind of kind of take a shit on whoever he's watching. And it's like, you know, I see it on even videos of, of artists who are phenomenal that you and I, you know, share interests with and things like that. And it's like, how could you ever hate on this? What what could there possibly be to hate when you have someone perfecting their craft and doing the best they possibly can, and some guy just openly just, you know, shakes his crotch in someone's face and steps in their food? I never got that. Yeah, they're they find a way. I mean, it's you could have the most viewed video on YouTube, and there's going to be thousands yeah. of negative comments, but there's millions that have positive comments. Um, but like you said, the That's, further yeah. the reach, it just mm -hmm. it's just mathematically gonna happen. You know, the more exposure it's without you get, fail, the the more morons you're gonna find. Yeah. You know, they come out they come out of the woodwork. Just the you know the the kind of lower life forms who just kind of bring that stuff on just for the sake of just doing it. Yeah. You know? And do you think do you find that it's you know amped up on another level on social media because people can hide behind a device a keyboard oh without a thousand percent um not to say that i look like a big giant muscly man in public he is but i am a little bit thanks i am a little bit scary looking and a little bit unapproachable sometimes i feel so i feel like a lot of people wouldn't openly come up to me because i look like a creep but you know online it's you're behind a keyboard you don't even have to have a real name you don't have to have a real picture you can be a big guy I mean, yeah. I've, I've, uh, you know, like one of my relatives, significant others, 
behaves like that where he says anything that he wants because he's behind a keyboard no one's gonna realize he's like a 90 pound asthmatic and come kick his ass and you know there's no risk him. for him you know no, there's no not consequence at all. not at all what's what would no one no one would do anything like that you yeah. know so i do think it's amped up i think that fact uh that there's that anonymous factor to it or or that kind of shield and i feel like the ability that people see that there is an option to comment that it kind of they feel they have to and i see that all the time where it's like literally the only reason you said something on this was because there was an option to yeah you know and mm -hmm. um but it's it's such a, a a push and pull kind of thing because you want to have that ability for people to reach out and communicate with you and be able to talk to you about you know what you're doing in, in your videos or your content or anything like that because if you were to cut that part out of it then you're not really you know working with your fan base you're not really interacting with them so it's kind of you need that and it, it but, but then again you're open to negativity that could happen but then as you put it which i really really like you know the positivity is always going to outweigh the negativity not so much in numbers but just in impact and i think that's incredibly incredibly important so i think to leave this thing today for noah who's really when we get down to it because we kind of explored all the avenues of this kind of thing you know what advice do you have to deal with that negativity and i mean will you end all these with such a bomb i've just literally we look at what we talked about tonight i talked about rubbing my ass on someone's face and pink eye and my crotch in someone's face and stepping on someone's food ass hat. and ass hats ass hats we did have ass hats in there um i am not the professional in this regard i use big ten dollar words to further extrapolate my feelings but <laughs> i feel you always have a big signature just kind of coup de gras at the end and you know if for you giving advice to someone in the arts who has to deal with negativity, what would kind of be your final hoorah be? I've never said that before. Oh, yeah. Um, what, would, what would be that big slice of apple pie you would dish over to them? Mm, you know, apple pie, baby. Let's Ooh, see. That's good. That's um, good. That's good. Yeah, I've been working on that. It's, it's new. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, advice. Yeah, I mean... It, like I mentioned before, and like you said, it's like you have to concentrate on the positive that comes out of it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Because, like, you know, all it takes is one really nice comment out of the blue from somebody, and it, it just it fills you with joy. And you realize, like, all right, all the hours I spent on this, it's worth it. You it's know, all worthwhile. Yeah. It's worthwhile. You know, don't listen to, you know, Joe Schmo you know come up to you and and heckle you you know listen to the you know 10 other people or more that come up to you after the show and say how much they loved it and the you know great job that you did and you know with with social media is you try to refrain from you know responding you know um you're you're gonna the, as your career grows the the more negativity is gonna flow in it's um, inevitable. You have to be really good at kind of blocking it out and concentrate on responding and interacting with the people that truly enjoy your stuff. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, um, don't let any of the negativity and the critiques change who you are and the music that you are trying to do and create. Um, don't let That's anybody... So true. Yeah, don't let anybody try and, and change you know, the way you feel and the way you play and write and create, because then it's not you anymore. It's, it's that's what I was, I, yeah. I was going to say to add on to that. I mean, that's, that was perfect. Um, all in all, you're not doing it for anyone but yourself. Yeah. And I think that's what really matters most. And it's, it's gotta be that happiness and fulfillment for you. And whether, you know, someone says something bad about it, that shouldn't reflect it. I mean, as hard as it is to stomach things like that, it's inevitable, but it's not the do-all, end-all. The fact that someone says something that they disapprove of, it's actually worth so much less than when someone comes towards you and says, this is what your music does for me in a good way. I think that's worth so much more. That's it. I think that's what it is. Boom. So Noah, no, that was a boom. That was a boom. goddamn boom. So Noah from New Orleans... Or just from Nolans, whichever. We could just take a couple syllables out of that guy. Yeah. Uh, Noah from Nolans. 
thank you so much for writing that in. So we will be in touch, and we're going to send you a wonderful T-shirt, a little mischief T-shirt. Uh, not a little. I, I, I don't know what size you are. Not to, I'm not going to be that little, but little isn't uh, small. Um, just kind of a cute little pet name for it. But anyway, um, I, <laughs> I would like to say on behalf... <laughs> Why do you put this microphone on me? You hand me this microphone. You know what's going to happen. I try not to laugh with that. I'm was... just, I'm just really, I'm just really not bringing it. You're I, not bringing problem. It. Here, let me just put my crotch in this microphone real quick, and we'll see what happens. Good thing it's got a filter on it. I was gonna say everyone's got a microphone, but some are just crustier than others. Right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, or smaller than others. It's you not know, the it size is a little, of the mic, right? It's more so the the girth. It's a little cold down in the rat cave tonight, though, so that's why I've got this little 57. Anyway, unrelated <laughs> to your big, giant, wide Neumann you have there, William. Um, mm. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to the Drop the Beat podcast this week. We love doing this for you guys. We appreciate everyone who keeps listening every single week. The numbers have been going up. That's awesome. We This is exactly what we wanted to do um, for, for this kind of thing. So we really appreciate the love and support and kind words. And we haven't gotten any negative words yet. So that's good because you they're heard coming. how we're going to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they're going to be there after this one. Um, they're going to be like, hey, you, you're, I was a drunk watching you play. How dare you talk about me, you bass hat? credence um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um but if anyone any of you guys would like to submit um a topic for us to discuss in a long format like this please go to charlesrita.com slash contact and fill out the form and write us something lovely and if we pick yours you'll be getting a free shirt and that's going to be pretty rad too also from our, the website charlesreed.com slash podcast or just the podcast tab you can listen to our podcast in audio form uh, whether that be through anchor we have a link on there and it links you to every other social media avenue um, as far as podcasting goes from there and you can also listen on youtube which is kind of fun too um, but i mean in closing i think this was a, a, a definitely a good one to talk about and you know that being said my name is Charles Larita, and I'm Will Sarr. Uh, that was that was really good. That was I like that. That sounded like a car. Like, that sounded like a car speeding up and then just like whizzing by real quick. And oh, I, I, I'm Will Sarr. I thought it was like a baseball announcer or something. Or or yeah, that was okay. you know sports. And that's I I got that. Yeah, I, I know which one that is. That's yeah. the one with Barry Bonds, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Anyway, this has been the Drop the Beat Podcast. We want to thank you guys again so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Take care.